Hi everyone, I'm Asha, an Akashic Records reader, blogger and podcaster. In this series, we will demystify the Akashic Records by bringing to you bite-sized contents on frequently asked questions relating to the Akashic Records. We will also explore topics relating to spirituality, as well as practical application, learnings and reflections in the Akashic Records. My Akashic Masters are very excited to join us in this journey. We send much love, light and blessings to all. Welcome to episode 13 of Case Study 4 of an Akashic Light Reading and Healing Session. Today we will share the case study of another client, let's call her Amelia. We will look into the questions that she asked during the Akashic Record Session the messages received from her Akashic Masters, and what did we focus on for the healing segment. So let's begin. Amelia asked me first, any advice for her on coping with her current job, which is overwhelming with many little details to take note. When I tuned in to her Masters, their advice to her was to hold on as she copes with the current changes because it is a difficult period now to consider transition in jobs and to be very patient. Her masters uh, gave her some advice on how she can help herself during this period. One way is for her to be very mindful of her thoughts, words and actions as she go about her day at work. Take the time to look inwards so that she connects to herself deeply and is less overwhelmed by external situations and stress. Also, she will be in a better space to be neutral and objective to issues and situations. Importantly, her masters advise her not to take people's opinions personally. It is not an indication that something is wrong with her all the time. Let go of worries and all these associated negative energies. On Amelia's second query, she asked what are her job prospects at her current job because she has been working there for more than 15 years. When I tune in to her masters, the message for her is this job is good for her and to be contented with what you have. That we are in a privileged position to have a job now. Learn to practice compassion and gratitude. Be thankful of the supportive colleagues around you. So client resonated with the message and shared that even her boss is very supportive towards her. And as such, she is able to accommodate a more flexible work schedule without someone literally breathing down her neck. Amelia's third query is what to look out for in her health. So when I tune into her masters, the first message is she has some issues with overeating due to overworking. Amelia asked if it is because of the work stress that resulted in her snacking and hence overeating. Her master said yes. The second message is to practice mindful sleep. So her masters encourage her to meditate 20 minutes a day before sleep in order to discharge the excess 
negative energies into Mother Earth before sleep. All these negative energies, she could potentially have taken it on around her throughout the day when she interacts with people, when she deals with other external situations. So her masters, in fact, are encouraging her to meditate, to release all these discordant energies and excess energies that don't belong to her before she sleeps. This will allow her to have better sleep. So Amelia resonated with the message and she agreed that she usually has interrupted sleep. Amelia clarified what kind of meditation might suit her in this case. So her master suggested breathing meditation. Amelia queried further whether that means pranayama. Her master said yes, can be that as well. In addition, it can also be guided meditation if that is what client prefers. Amelia asked if her current yoga practice is good for her. Uh, when I tuned in to her masters, they said yes for her sanity and well-being. On Amelia's fourth question, she asked, why does she attract a majority of friends who come and go? And what she meant by that is, friends come to her only when they need help, and they go away thereafter. So it seems as if nobody really stays on with her, and she really wanted to understand what is the reason behind her always attracting such come-and-go friends in her life. When I tune in to her masters, they said it is because Amelia offers these friends comfort, assurance, and buffer them from their problems. Amelia resonated with this. She shared the context where a friend had asked her for money to tide through a difficult time. Amelia acceded to the request and gave the friend the money. So Amelia later found out that this friend ended up going on a holiday. It wasn't as difficult a predicament as what that friend claimed to be in. Amelia subsequently asked this friend to return the money. This friend not only refused to return the money, but wrote a Facebook post threatening and making negative remarks about Amelia anonymously. Amelia then asked her next question, what can she do so as not to attract such friends? So her masters gave her two messages. The first message is for her to learn to practice compassion in the right manner. Compassion means to be kind in a detached manner. It also includes the compassion to say no to helping others to allow people to internalize their life lessons and evolve on their soul's journey. In that example that Amelia shared earlier, Amelia is indirectly delaying or robbing away these life lessons from these people by taking it on for them. And the second message is for Amelia to wait and let things unfold first. This allows Amelia to have the time and space to objectively access if help needs to be rendered as a one-off exigency or has that person fully explored all other options and possibilities 
Or is Amelia robbing away that person's life lesson to evolve in this lifetime? So this is in fact a balancing act for Amelia to consider all these different angles before she even considers extending her help to them in these cases. On Amelia's sixth query, she asks why it seems as if there's nothing developing in her love life and how she can release. When I tune in to her masters, they shared that she has a block and that block is her disbelief and mistrust for others. So Amelia then queried, you know, what do you mean by disbelief, right? So when I tune in to her masters, they shared she has this disbelief that uh, something good will develop out of any possible relationship. So indirectly, she gave up all such hopes. Amelia rather overworks than to entertain the possibility of attracting a partner. And her masters ask, are we filtering them out? Are we even entertaining that possibility of a relationship developing? How can Amelia release this issue? Her masters advise her to be hopeful of possibilities. Never close off the possibilities without even trying. Also, for Amelia to be optimistic of future outlook. Because what we can do now is to mindfully engage in the present and not to project our worries and worst-case scenarios into the future, which indirectly is validating and creating a future linked to that worst-case scenario that we so much wanted to avoid. In all, to also open up the heart and mind to entertain the possibility of attracting a partner into her life. On Amelia's last query, she asked if there's any important messages that her masters wanted to let her know. So when I tune in to her masters, the message is for her to be open to possibilities and to work on her heart. It came with a knowing that Amelia's heart space is currently cluttered with other people's problems and issues, and inner healing is needed. So Amelia then asks, is it only meditation that's useful to clear all this baggage? Her master shared that yoga can help too, because when there's flexibility in the body, it creates flexibility in the mind. And Amelia can consider doing heart-opening yoga exercises, which can open up her energetic heart as well. On the healing component, based on all the issues that surfaced during the Akashic Record session, Amelia wanted to focus on the healing that she needs from taking on the issues from others, knowingly or unknowingly. For that, we ran clearings and activations to help energetically release or disassociate herself from taking on the pain of others, as well as to send healing to her inner child. So the part of her that has gained all these experiences as a child from 0 to 12 years old, that might have made her feel unloved and abandoned. So these inner child wounds may, if unhealed, create blocks when we move into adulthood and beyond. Also, we ran healing to enhance her self-worthiness 
an ability to receive love in her life. In addition, we also ran healing to allow her to expand the compassion in her heart, not just the compassion that she knows of, which is to extend money to others whenever others request, but also to practice love and compassion in the right way by learning to say no when it is actually more helpful for the person to internalize their life lessons to grow and evolve. So we are also learning to hold space for other people's healing by not just taking on their baggage literally. Lastly, we send healing to create a protection light grid six feet around her to create uh, blocks between her and also others so as not to take on all these issues throughout the workday or other people's problems knowingly or unknowingly. What the masters can do for her, we did during the session. But a lot of things also depends on her to maintain and sustain her energetic bodies after the session. For example, if we already send healing to her to clear all this baggage and set up the protection light grid for her, it doesn't last forever. She needs to maintain a daily practice for example, of meditation to connect to Mother Earth for her to sustain this protection-like grid. Otherwise, it doesn't last forever. It only has a temporary effect and next she knows when other people's problems come back again and she falls back into her old ways of behaving and reacting. Um, all this may potentially just come to a waste. This brings us to the message that Masters wanted me to reiterate. It is that it takes both hands to clap. While Masters are willing and able to send healing to us, to give us the leg up, to help us to be in a better space, to process all these issues currently bothering us, much of the work also depends on us. You know, we also need to take the other hand to clap back by doing what our masters recommended for us to do to sustain the healing, not just for the day, but in the days and months and even years ahead. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. If you would like to read about my dialogues and reflections with the Akashic Masters, you can visit my free blog at Asha dash akashicrecords.com Till next time, take care.